Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By. We continue to be in the midst of our Star Wars shore leave. Oh no. And today, dear Christ, it's time for episode one, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> episode one, The Phantom Tollbooth. <laughs> <laughs> being young and all the hype and the Pepsi so machines toys. and the toys yeah. and the trailers and the excitement and then it came out. People loved it when it came out. Jake saw it five times. I don't think I saw this I, movie five I times. I saw it five times. How many? I thought you said you saw it a bunch of times. No, no. Much to my shame, I saw episode two several times. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, no. I saw, I saw this one five times in theaters. I probably saw this one but wait, because we keep forgetting who saw what. This is Chris. <laughs> this is Ames. This is Caitlin. This be Jake. I are sorry, I'm Justice. <laughs> Don't do what Jar Jar. I was trying to be a pirate. Yes, he was. <laughs> who lives on Tatooine? It's a tiny slave. Oh no! Wow. That came up a lot. And again. And uh. also, what Chris hasn't said is for the first time in like. Forever. 20 months? Something. Um, yeah, we're at the same time. table together. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah it's I love weird. you people. I had to put it's pants silly. on for this. I didn't. Are we going to talk over to. each other I more wear or pants. less? Probably yes. more. I feel like everyone's already punchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got Jake's my mint got julep. I mean, I didn't get much sleep, so I'm definitely going to be just fucking obnoxious. So... Which won't be different from the rest of the time. But <laughs> I mention it. No difference in Caitlin. Got it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Caitlin's favorite movie, <laughs> episode one. You know, I think those of us at the table again, we were all like somewhere in our teens when it came out. High schoolish. If yeah. any of the youngs are listening, you know, you might have a different opinion. They think uh, it's on fleek. They they like it better. <laughs> I believe it's in fleek. Not just because they grew up on it, but I think because really they grew up on The Clone Wars, which is actually, like, a decent bit of television. I've heard it's good, yeah. So, like, I think really a lot of the fondness for the prequels for them comes more from really liking The Clone Wars. I thought I kind of always thought that the... Because I see on, like, Reddit there's a lot of prequel-related stuff. Mm. I always kind of assumed it was ironic. Um, Not all of it. Yeah, no, like I said, there there are... there. I mean, there's some genuine love for the Clone Wars, and I think that turned into, like, having a genuine... Maybe it started as an ironic thing, but a certain genuine appreciation on some level for at least Episodes 2 and 3. I don't know if anyone actually likes Episode 1. There's I, lots to appreciate in this movie. I actually, when I was re-watching it, I, I was like, wow, this is a lot better than I remember it being. I... I, Same. I and you know I might reevaluate this after the next couple weeks when we watch the other two. Oh, this will be interesting. But at least from where I sit today, I feel like this might be the strongest of the prequel movies, which isn't saying a lot. No, but okay. As I said last week, better than Return of the Jedi. No, no, <laughs> no, not better than. 
No, because, I mean, this similarly, like, you know, Jedi, like I say, it was really kind of quite boring towards the middle. (laughs) This is boring all the way through. (laughs) (laughs) This was quite boring during the fucking endless pod race. Oh, I have oh, no time. Endless that. pod race, endless Senate hearings. Oh god, yeah. Well, even the opening, it starts with like there's a whatever, trade whatever is. Oh, Congress. I'm like, yes, every child's like, favorite thing. Yeah, this is exactly what they taxes want. and Congress. And like, and like speaking of the beginning, just compare or Senate, whatever. Compare the beginning of this movie to the beginning of the original Star Wars. The original Star Wars, we have the crawl, mm-hmm. then we pan down, and it's a fucking battle there's yeah. a ship getting chased and blasted at and shit exploding and robots and it's, yeah. just, it's all and madness. in this movie yeah. it's obi-wan and qui-gon drinking it's like, tea <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like you know the ship comes in oh what's the ship doing oh it's about to get attacked uh we're here for the negotiations oh come on in we have a conference yeah. room ready just for you and like yeah oh, i guess they real. blow up the ship pretty quickly and, and make, you get like 10 seconds of action well see what you're missing jake is what we really do what we really do is we have the crawl and we pan down and we have our first, I wouldn't call it a full rhyme, but it's like a slant rhyme because mm. there's the big ball in the middle of the ship that is vaguely reminiscent of the Death Star. <gasps> oh my It looked God. delicious. It, it looked <laughs> like a Ferengi ship and the Death Star had a baby. <laughs> so we meet in this film our two Jedi heroes. Mm-hmm. Are they... Obi-Wan Although, Kenobi, who we know. Obi-Wan isn't a Jedi yet, they say. Well, he's, he's still a... Still a he's, yeah, he's... Pataboy. Close enough. Yeah. Um, and they're wearing their Jawa hoods. <laughs> and we meet Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. And Tonic. Jinn has right there, ready. Am I Qui-Gon special going? Um, and, um... It's going to be the title, isn't it? Qui-Gon Jinn and Tonic. I love it. Hold the Tonic. And, like... I don't know. Liam Neeson is a fine actor, right? I don't know that he is the right actor to carry a Star Wars movie. Was he carry? Who was carrying? I think this he movie? was supposed to carry. That's movie. the question. Yeah. Is there's the, and I know you had this problem with like with Rogue One eight years ago or so when we covered Rogue One. Is there are a lot of characters, not a lot of character relationships. Yeah, mm. and I think that that like. Because one thing I've always thought about the prequels compared to the original trilogy is the tone of the films is entirely different. Mm. And I also think that that extends to the characters. Because, like, you have characters in the original trilogy that are not exactly three-dimensional, but you at least, like, they have personalities and they have relationships and they have interactions and an arc. And an arc. You know, you have a character like Han Solo, you know, like you could ask anybody on the street and you mention Han Solo to them and they instantly have a, a, a mental picture, not just of Harrison Ford, but of like what Han Solo represents as a character. I don't think you could do the same with Qui-Gon This Jinn. is hilarious. I literally just this morning rewatched the uh, Red Letter Media coverage of Phantom Menace. Which is very, very jokey and silly sometimes. But the, the very first argument they make is they just take some of their friends and say, describe Han Solo. And it's like, oh, he's a rogue. He's kind of a dog with women. All Scoundrel, these things. Scruffy looking. Then they do the same thing. Say, okay, describe Qui-Gon. Crickets. <laughs> um, we don't know. <laughs> he's very 
reserved. <laughs> like, we find out... He's kind of a platonic ideal of what a Jedi is supposed to be. But, but we're like, told that... But, we're also, but like, then we're also told, like, oh, he's a renegade. Well, that thing is like yeah. a maverick. Like, Three really? quarters of the way through the film, we find out he's... Yeah, he's kind of like... He annoys the rest of the Jedi. And, I mean, that... You know, maybe if we'd gotten to that earlier... Like, the yeah. idea that he's, like, pursuing a... It sounds like, in this, admittedly, some of what I'm going to say is probably based on EU stuff and not stuff that actually was in the movies, so forgive me, I'm sorry. But, like, he talks about the living force, which is sort of an older idea, I guess. Oh, yeah. And the idea is, like, he's kind of pursuing an older, more pure idea of Jediism. That isn't as caught up in the kind of like bureaucracy and shit. That's really cool. Yeah, we yeah. explored that. That <laughs> makes him way more interesting. Like, what if, what if instead of just you know, Qui Gon Jinn, if what if he were like, I don't know, like some sort of Jedi fundamentalist, and like the other Jedi are like. Qui-Gon, really believe in this fucking prophecy of the one that's fucking horseshit, dude. And they kind of have that, but not. They don't commit. Yeah. You know, like, the idea, even less of a fundamentalist, even more of, like, you could almost describe him as a Martin Luther figure, where, like, the Jedi had become too bureaucratic and comfortable and cushy, and he's, like, standing there with his hundred treatises, being like, what the fuck? Why do we have a giant temple on Coruscant that is so not Jedi? Yeah, I'd like to see him, uh, like, light hammer something <laughs> into a door. See, that's, that's a cool idea to me that like you know the jedi not just that they're like bureaucratic and comfortable but like they're they're opulent you know like mm. they're they're sitting up in their high tower looking down upon the little people and qui-gon's there you know like uh like the like the sparrow in uh game of thrones mm. you know like that guy even though he turned out to be a, a maniac but you know <laughs> same idea um the sparrow Ima- now like yeah imagine that like in the religious cult. Uh, that, uh, that Yoda... He was like, he was like a Pope future. Francis style yeah. guy. Oh, I don't know if I got that far. <laughs> that Yoda in the future uh, has come back to... Uh, like, he has come back to his roots because of uh, his respect for Qui-Gon. And that would be uh, like but him like, living that simple life. Yeah, but that isn't what happened. What happened was all the little Jedi get the shit yeah, yeah, and also, like, He has Qui-Gon, to like run away. Qui-Gon turns out to be totally fucking wrong. Was he? Well, <gasps> he, yes, because he's like he's like oh he's the chosen one. He well, he brings Jedi. balance to the force. If yeah. there's yeah. none, that's yeah. balance by yeah. being on the I've other always, side. I've always kind of thought that like it's oh, like no, a seesaw. It's like, wait a minute, it seems like right now the force is heavily balanced towards the light side. Yeah, no, he definitely Wouldn't balance be putting weight on the other side. Ba- balance is in theory one of each. Yeah, one Sith, one Jedi. They meet every three weeks and glare at each other, and then go off on their and, own separate and ways. He absolutely did that. Like, that's the thing. I feel like the idea that the Jedi have kind of lost their way is made a little more implicit in the next two films more than this one. Mm. But it also never fully commits. Like, it's afraid to make... Because it knows people love the idea of the Jedi. So the films are afraid to make them, like... As right. corrupt as they should have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, you kind of could run into that Star Trek Picard problem where it's like, you know, the Federation is portrayed as this corrupt and self-interested organization. <gasps> the Force should be Section 31. <gasps> um, 
you know, so I, I don't know if you want to go fully in that direction, but you can definitely show that there are warts. And yeah, like, and I don't think it even commits as well to warts as it could. Yeah. I think it was too afraid of pissing off the fans by, like, making the Jedi really have lost their way as much as they could Well, here, here's the other thing about this movie is that it is indisputably a children's movie. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like there's an entire Except character... for all the discussion of trade disputes. Well, that's the thing. It's like it, it's what? got this weird cognitive... I don't know if it's yeah. cognitive dissonance or... Ludonarrative dissonance. There are three yeah. types of scenes. There's long-winded discussions of trade disputes. Yep. There's action, 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 lightsabers and explosions. And then yep. there's lots and lots of stupid campy I, jokes. I can't yes, and there's Jar Jar being a fucking idiot. I can't imagine anybody under the age of 15 understanding the plot of this movie. <laughs> I definitely didn't. You didn't have to. You got to watch the, the all the effects and explosions. That's what you did as a kid. To be honest, I'm still not sure I understand what the plot of this movie was. <laughs> Is there a plot to this movie? Because the jury's out on that. Very, very first thing. Because I think I got lost almost immediately when I realized, wait, what's the deal with the trade dispute after all? Because well, even though they discussed it so much, I don't understand it. So it's so there's like a throwaway line. Oh no! During the Senate, <laughs> it's scene the best kind of line where they're like blaming the Senate for imposing taxes on trade, mm. and so it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the Senate imposed some kind of trade taxation. And the trade federation, like, we don't know what the actual dispute is, and I'm guessing, if I had to guess, that, like, the trade federation was trying to enforce the taxation policies and Naboo refused to comply or something. Well, wouldn't the trade federation be against the taxes? Or That's the thing, it's not clear. Yeah. It's also not clear why Naboo of all worlds, except that probably Palpatine said, Naboo. Not of my plan. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. So Naboo, we're introduced to this planet, Naboo. It's pretty. It's a very pretty planet. They got all like these kind of Roman-esque sort of Sorry. Uh, city Jesus. going on. First off, fuck the Naboo. They're fucking colonizers. They're oh, clearly yeah, this was, not this was Jake's from, point. They're clearly not from Naboo. They're all human. So they clearly came from someplace else, displaced the Gungans, forced them into... Underwater, underwater yeah. cities. Which are really neat. Man, that fucking thing is cool. The first time I saw this in theaters, I got up right when they started entering into the Gungan City and because I, I had to pee so bad. Oh, I no. I counted how long I was peeing because it was taking so long. I you peed counted for... how much pee there was? Like, like I started counting a little ways and I was like, because I'm still going. And I counted for a minute and 40 seconds. That's a lot of pee. That's a lot of pee. How much did you drink before the movie started? Because that's not that far in. The size of, of sodas that you, they give you at the movies. Yeah. yeah. But like I, a gallon of soda. But uh, I, And then by the time I... Uh, I got out. They were in like the thing and running away from the fish. So I never saw any of the of the Gungan city. Oh. Seriously, no that boss is mass? that that is a fucking Austin Powers just got thought out piss. It was <laughs> so long. I have remembered this pee for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, it stopped being funny, but then it went on long enough that it was funny again. It's great. Am I dying? Like, am I just peeing out my life force at this point? <laughs> Your midi chlorine. Yeah, I was gonna say it. I was just gonna say it. 
Oh, God, Boss Nass. Isn't that Brian Blessed? Why Jesus. is he got to go... I, love Brian I, Blessed, I do no, love no. Brian Blessed, though. Um, well, see, here's, well, the one thing, here's one thing that doesn't make sense. Like, that's totally the idea of the Wait, movie. Wait, so only one thing? <laughs> that they <laughs> showed up, they kind of shoved off the Gungans and stole their pretty sparkly ball, I assume. I assume that's what that is at the end. It's like, here's this thing we stole from you, and that's oh. my boss. I, that's always been my assumption. I, like I have no proof of this. This isn't something I read in a book. This is just a thing I assumed. I could be wrong. The book could just say, no, no, this is the traditional Naboo, like, fucking welcome basket. Here's, like you said, oh, you, I see you two have gone to the sharper image. image. Yeah. <laughs> but then what kind of undercuts that idea is that the, the, the hiding place of the Gungans later is clearly some very ancient ruins. And the heads of those ruins are, are humanoid, human. yeah. not Gungan. Mm. So it's like, well, wait a minute then. What's this? Like... So maybe, the, maybe, I mean, that doesn't preclude there having been a colonization event. It might just be that it was a long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, Star Wars does... In a galaxy Star really Wars, close, right? In fact, right there on that planet. Star Wars does, I do forget sometimes, they have had already thousands upon thousands of years of civilization mm. at this point. Like, we're coming along very late in the game, really. Like, Here's something about... Oh, that actually might explain something. So... You might have noticed that there are evidently like two different species of Gungans. There's the Jar Jar style, which kind of have pointy snouts and eyes that come out from the top of their head. And then there's the Boss Nass style, which have more flat faces and like eyes. A frog. Yeah. Yeah, more froggy and eyes like in their face, like, like, you know, yeah. like, like people kind of. I wonder if. Like it might just be like maybe there's a cast thing and could be, but if there if the Naboo had perhaps uh, interbred, I was gonna with, say they're doing some intermingling oh, with uh, with Gungans. They might look something like Boss Nass. I don't know. I assume the Gungans might lay eggs. What what, what what's a what's a Gungan orgasm sound like? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh. Whippy. <laughs> 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 no, that's Anakin actually that's probably what that's what Boss Nass is doing. In fact, that <laughs> thing that's what it sounds like. I will say because you know Caitlin mentioned you know I'm how sorry Misa horny. <laughs> <laughs> we ever see any female Gungans or you know we don't know, but I mean there are, I don't think any of the characters that are Gungans are intended to be female. It's um so the only one I can think of is actually from an episode of Clone Wars and. They basically look exactly like the men. You really can't tell until they say, talk. Like maybe they, maybe they're like some amphibians on Earth, which can um, switch, switch, switch as necessary. Maybe because it was or a cartoon, for of course. Reproductive purposes. Because it was a cartoon, of course. I think she also had like lipstick or something. Oh, I thought oh, you were going to say tits, the big eyelashes. Yeah, but otherwise looked identical <laughs> to all the other Gungans. Well, that would that would rule uh, out that they're not. Only get uh, so hard, guys. Not <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Krieger. Uh, I want I want Gungan Rule Thirty Four for no, yeah, uh, it exists. Oh, I'm no. I'm sure of that. I remember. I like that both Caitlin and I Aww. kind of reach for our phones. No, not reach your phone. I remember I was in college. I was like, there is no way this exists, and somebody found it. Of course. I mean, this is the same thing that brought us dinosaurs fucking cars, so. <laughs> what are you into, Justice? <laughs> truck Tingle? Yeah. I mean, I oh, assume seen, that's how Truckosaurus came about. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> okay, doing, doing.
filming psych gags in a podcast. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah. we can post it to the no, we can't, James. Anyway, uh, if just it, it, pixelated. I tell you, it. just Google Gungan Bussy. No. <laughs> anyway. When we got to that scene, the, the underwater city, what we're talking about. and Caitlin was talking about, yeah, it's really yeah. nice. I was like, here's the thing. If everyone would just shut the fuck up, these movies are pleasant to look at, oh, more yeah. or less. Uh, the thing I always said about the prequels is that what George should have done... Uh-oh. Is died. George... Should, no, no, no. George... <laughs> wow. George should have been like... He should have gone to someone who knows how humans think and behave. And said, so I have this vague uh, outline. Of, oh, like uh, he did a, with Empire. Yeah, yeah, I have this vague outline of a film. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to make sure the dialogue isn't asinine and that the people talking sound like human beings. <laughs> the trade-off is I'm going to decide what everything looks like. You handle you handle the shooting and the talky and the this and the that, but I get final say on what the buildings and the robots and the planes and all that look like, and we'll be happy. Because George has a strong visual concept, but he's a bad director. Yeah, yeah, they actually, for this movie, they asked Ron Howard, Robert Zemeckis, and Steven Spielberg all about directing, and they all said, no, you should do it because it's very clearly your baby and you're going to be walking all over us if we direct. I think, I think no, they're like, man, this movie is shit. <laughs> Which wouldn't have stopped Ron Howard, so I don't know. <laughs> oh. Can Clint be in it? Fucking, I'm still angry he about Solo. <laughs> he would have been Boss Nass instead of Brian Blessed. Hmm, probably true. <laughs> or he would have been Jar Jar, one or the other. So, so, uh, speaking, speak. No, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we have to put, separate you two? Caitlin and I are still looking at Gungan Born. She's just... I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> I am a little bit. <laughs> but like... Um, yes. So I don't know. I think that... Um, where the fuck was I going with that? Um, question. Oh, the directors. Ra- the ra- writing yeah. and directing. You know... I think if somebody had edited this script, mm. and like, like here's here's something. Like oh, here's come on, what, George Lucas probably crossed some stuff out with crayon and wrote it back in. <laughs> here's something that I immediately thought about this movie, and is that why are we introducing a new planet of Naboo? Why not make replace Naboo with Alderaan? Hmm. Oh, yeah, like because that was, that's a thing we've heard of. And um, we know it's fate, so and we, we never really got to see much of it. And it would make so a the little, fans get to wank a little bit. It would yeah. make sense if Luke and Leia's mother, because we know Leia's already, you know, a big important person on Alderaan. Yeah. And there would have been a sort of dramatic irony of Palpatine being from Alderaan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it and then being blown it up. up. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have to have the Gungans. And Naboo basically... They'd still have the Gungans. Naboo basically is Alderaan. Because it's like... Yeah. They, even talk, they don't really have a proper military. They have like volunteer security forces. And Leia, you know, mentions Alderaan is peaceful and doesn't have weapons. Like, he just made Alderaan again. Yeah, but he, he's like, oh, we gotta have the Gungans. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, technically speaking, here's the thing. I mean, fuck the Gungans. But they could have existed. We don't know anything about Alderaan. It's true, yeah. we don't. And uh, honestly, I, I know uh, one thing knowing that there would that they would have all died would have been great. <laughs> That's true, actually. Very reassuring. Some catharsis. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we got to talk about the pod race. Oh shit! Yeah. Do it. Do yeah, we? we do because it's fucking. I don't know what's wrong with you people. It's great. 
It's a lot of fun to watch. I think it goes on a little long. I, I also like it. I have it's a great note on this, and that's that... So, here's... I'm just going to read this direct, because fuck it. Uh, animatic, su- animatic supervisor David... Ne- oh, shit. I... <laughs> just David. Do- Dozer, Dozerettes. An ILM alum. Uh, worked on the Podquake... Pod, pod racing sequence can't read either. Jesus, uh, for nearly three years, and at one point had a twenty-five minute version of the race, and they cut it down Christ. to nine minutes. All right, <laughs> somehow it still felt like twenty-five minutes to me. But wait, it's only nine minutes long. It's only nine. I long. am That's actually surprised that it feels like it's only it. nine minutes long. It feels like fifteen. You can go back and, and time it. Oh, right? I believe you. It's yeah. just that's why it's, it's maybe that's like the whole sequence, like. They get there and this and that and it drags on. And... Maybe if you're not including crowd scene and yeah. announcing. Yeah, the actual racing parts are interesting to watch and enjoyable. And I like the diverse array of aliens we get to meet and, and watch explode. And, <laughs> and, and there's interesting uh, vehicles. Uh, uh, there's Greg Proops. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's one thing that on this viewing I thought of. Like, there's, you know, a couple of deaths in it, and they're played for laughs. <laughs> yep. Like, all of them? I'm just like, the ones this that, is weird. The ones that live are the funniest, because there's no fucking way you, you survive yeah, no. a yeah. pod racer explosion. Yeah, say Bulba does not, it no. should not have survived no. that. <laughs> and, like, I, I, and every, the, they could have gone for more variety in the reactions to getting mm. your pod wrecked, because almost everyone that wrecks, that survives, was like just, just like, ah, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> Even Subulba is just like, Poodle. <laughs> but then they, yeah, there's that core food apparently, because they somebody says, uh, Ban- "Bantha, you know what it is? We're gonna make, like we're gonna make like... you Bantha Poodle." And then the subtitle was like Bantha fodder. Yeah. So if he's like Poodle, that just means oh food. Fudge. He's <laughs> saying fudge. I was gonna say he's saying oh, nuts. Food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I always feel so bad for that one guy who's just like. <laughs> and we laugh at his demise. I, I definitely do. Yeah. Who's everyone's favorite pod racer character? Um, the pit droids. Anakin. Yeah. I like the pit droids. You know, there was, there was the one answer. racer that I think only shows up in the bit where they're introducing the racers. That kind, He kind of looks bird-like and he goes... Hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember him. You don't actually really get a good look at him in the race, though. No, he never shows up in the race. I was disappointed. I mean, I Ben like Quadraneros is just funny because his name is Quadraneros. <laughs> and he just is such a failure from the word go. Quadraneros. <laughs> so I, I can't help but have a soft spot for him. Probably because he's also one of the only ones you really get to look at for any length of time. He's except the one who for fails. Yeah, he's yeah, the little but, yellow one who's like, his his engines never start. Yeah. They eventually mean. fly into the crowd yeah. and murder thousands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for laughs. The whole crowd. Um, that really, that's, you know, the, the sort of what-if scenario is one of them spirals right into that thing where Qui-Gon and the Queen are and just... History is altered forever <laughs> yeah, in the Star yeah, yeah, yeah. Wars universe. I thought you were going to say where poor two-headed Greg Proops was. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, something that could have, speaking of the Queen, something that could have used some editing, I think, in this film is repeating bits. Mm. Because it's always irritated me from day one when I saw this film that in the tr- it, when they're doing... The, the trip in the bongo. Oh, the big fish. There's They do the big fish so bit fish. twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. They do the same bit twice. And then they do the, oh, it's not really the queen. The queen's in disguise bit twice. Yeah. And, and 
Yeah, well, that whole sequence. Like, uh. Well, it's fun when the Transformers do it. What do you want? You know what doesn't make sense about the Bongo sequence? Also, I th- I've thought of this too. All of it? Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm the Trade Federation. Mm-hmm. I'm planning to. You look great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're less, way less racist. Yeah, less racist. <laughs> okay, I'm the Trade Federation. I'm going to take over Naboo. I'm going to land my fleet of battle droids on the planet. Big landing force. I'm going to land them on the opposite side of the planet from the Naboo city. Yeah, that makes no sense. So, because, like, here's the thing. So, they they swim to Gungan City. They do. From where the landing site was. Right? Mm-hmm. They get to Gungan City and Boston says, You said you need to go through the planet core. See, the thing I wonder about that is when they say planet core, do they mean the literal core of the planet or is it just like a, a series of caves? A, yeah, mm-hmm. a, a thing they call the planet core because it goes into some caves. My assumption is it's the core of the planet. I see no evidence because they... It's called the planet I core. I don't think it's physically possible to go through a planet it's core. It's Boss is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, all, right, well, all right, so if we take what he says at face value, then they literally fly through the core of the planet, which implies that the Naboo capital is on the opposite side of the planet from where the yeah. Gungans are. Or at least very far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I was the Trade Federation... And I know the Naboo don't have a standing army. Why don't I just land my troops outside of? Not the even city? outside. Just land them in front of the and palace. You know Who's got to stop you? And you know what? That solves the other problem with the movie because then we don't need to encounter the gun. <laughs> they they, uh, they mention at some point like that the city is kind of hidden so that they might not actually know where the city is located. I don't think the the capital cities. Yeah, no, no, the, the, the Gungan cities. Yeah, Gungan, yeah, the Gungan cities. So if they're not, if they, uh, they, if they're going through uh, like the area near the Gungan city uh, well, to get to this core. Well, what I mean, no, I'm saying I'm talking about the Trade Federation. Um, like they should just land landed their troops in front of you know right at the doorstep of the Naboo people. Oh yeah, probably. And then Qui Gon and Obi Wan would have been in the ship right there. Yeah, they would. And again, just, no Gungans. No I'll say I'll say this about Gungans. You know, in in comparison to Ewoks from Jedi, we see a lot of Gungans get fucking killed. Yeah. We saw one Ewok get killed, and I was not satisfied. Mm. Well, the thing with the Gungans is speaking of uh, Ewoks, did you see uh, Warwick Davis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in the race. The yeah, right at the beginning of the pod race, he's just like. Actually, that, that reminds me of something I wanted to bring up: is that this film, you know, famous for its over reliance on sort of digital effects, still had like. More practical stuff than I think a lot of people realize, mm. including um, the, any of the wide shots of the crowd were a model. Yeah. They weren't CG. Mm. And it was full of Q-tips yeah, that had been dipped painted. in paint. Wait, I have to see a photo. Oh, yeah. They, they, they dipped it in uh, Q-tips. And in order to get them like crowd movement, they just blew air through. And so they're all just shaking. Oh, that's fine. It's, yeah. Uh, and it was really a genius idea. Completely practical effect. The only computer part was compositing everything together. Yeah, but when they do show, like, the crowd scenes, I must, I mean, I'm sure it was filmed by, like, a second unit or something. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's all just, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. the acting is bad. The Q-tips do way better. Yeah. Um, Here's the the thing. Leaping leaping off from that, I don't know if this is what you're bringing up, Jake, of the practical versus CGI, is the version we watched was the CGI unit. 
Ours too. Okay. I don't and think then, you can get the, the non-CG Yoda in... I mean, I think you can get it, it's just not in HD. Yeah, because there. I've, I've seen... Jake and I just watched a side-by-side comparison of puppet Yoda versus They're CGI Yoda. Terrible. They're both mm, so bad. Yeah. Each time you're like, oh, this one's the worst one, you shipped over and say, oh, that one's the worst one too. They're both so bad. If only they'd had... Well, no, because Werner Herzog would have just been like... They are both terrible. Start over. <laughs> yeah. Don't keep the puppet. Do make we, new puppet. Do we need Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> do yeah. we? Is this necessary? Also, I, I mentioned this last week, I think, um, how, or maybe it was when we did Empire, how they totally, really over lean on the Yoda speech thing. Yeah. Uh, there is, I think there might be one line in this movie that Yoda says where he doesn't do the backwards thing, and it's the only, yeah. and it's the one where he says, fear leads to anger. Yeah. Otherwise, that would have got really confusing. Oh gosh! Anger leads to to. Uh, hate. Christ, anger leads to Um, suffering. Of course, your audience is (laughs) (laughs) the Jedi Council featuring Sam Jackson for reasons. But we're all distracted instead by Plo Koon's giant penis head. I think that's Plo Koon, right? Plo Koon. I was uh I was looking for Kid Fisto and he didn't I show up till the next one. Damn it. <gasps> Jake's yeah, favorite. Um, I was wondering about that. That uh those like big head things and the like the the one that uh Oh no, that's not uh, Jabba's uh guy has, like the big head worm tail that That's a Twilight. Yeah. Oh no no, no he, he's not a Twilight. He's a Twilight. Oh no. I thought I thought the Twilight were, oh. were the ones that have the two Yeah. Yeah, he oh. has two. No, he does. Oh, does? Yeah, he just, his his are just longer, and oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I didn't he, that's why he wraps his around like that. Oh, okay, I do. The what evolutionary purpose do those serve? Are they like humps where they like uh, store no, water? That's their penises. <laughs> in so in the novels, at least, um, oh, in their no, native novels. language, Mm-mm. it's not just speech; it's also movement of oh. the little tails. But again, yeah. I don't know if that's still canon anymore. Yeah, nothing is. Not even these movies. Um, oh, we get a we get a cameo in this film by Jabba D. Hutt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's still lot. stupid and tiny in CG. I like that he was bigger than he was in in the in the yeah. special edition. Well, that yeah, really doesn't make any fucking sense then. But again, this is like thirty years earlier, so you know he's he's ah. put on some weight. The get penis it? head is Kiadi Mundi. Kiadi Mundi. Kiadi Mundi. Our, our listeners were going to revolt. <laughs> they were. Uh, are um, you revolting, li- listeners? Yeah. <laughs> we also get Yaddle, the female. Oh, that's Yoda. right. Oh shit! Did I miss her? Does she talk? No. She's there. Yeah, she's in the background. Oh. You can barely see her. Um, A lot of people assume that her and Yoda made Grogu, but there's no proof of that. I still think Grogu is going to be a Yoda clone, man. Probably. Oh, Star Wars loves clones. They do have clones or a droid. Mm. Created by the Emperor. To steal the midi chlorians. Yes. Oh god, the midi chlorians. We should probably talk about them, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, man. Do we have to? Can we talk about the fact that Yaddle has fucking hair? Yeah, right. Well, well Yoda has fuck. hair too, but they're he's old, so it's wispy and gray. Like yeah, when he was young, he probably had a fucking pompadour like Elvis. Ooh. Okay, yeah. baby gr- fucking Yoda doesn't have any hair. He's a baby. I mean, I know he's like fifty something years old. Yeah, yeah in his yeah, species, but... he's a baby. How long can he live? Nine hundred years. Old. years. Oh, wow. Something like that. And even then, he probably could have lived longer, but he was living in a fucking swamp without doctors. Yeah. Bro, she looks like, this is fucking bullshit. I hate it. Why does she have all this fucking hair? Yeah, Yaddle's the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah. Midichlorians. Yeah, midichlorians. So, yeah. yeah. So, I know we don't 
get a lot about the science of the Force. We never needed it! It's magic! Well, I can kind of get the impulse to make some type of, you know, explain the Force thing. But midi-chlorians, A, it sounds so much like like, uh, mitochondria. True. So it's True, just, it so, it's, so like it's clear that like George just was like, oh, this is a thing that's in cells. <laughs> that or like he was looking at like they a, certainly a are. he was looking at like a <laughs> biology textbook. He's like, oh, me- mitochondria, medichlorians, the powerhouse of the force. The other thing, so they fuck up the force. Yeah. Not that yep. like again, we don't know enough about it. So I, you know, I'm willing to accept that there's some biological component. But what I really fucking can't forgive in this movie is the virgin birth. I was just going to bring that up. There's no way. There's no way it was a virgin birth. And Anakin is Jesus, or at least Ben Sisko. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really... He was born out of midichlorians. Well, because that's what they say. Is that like he's... Why didn't they test Shmi's midichlorian count? Because she was busy being a bitch to, to Captain Hook on the... I was just going to say, is her name really Shmi? Yeah. yeah. I don't think Shmi they say her name in the movie, they but do it's, not. it's later revealed that her name is... Was, I'm sure it was on the action figure. It's on the figure. action figure. Her yeah. name is Shmi. Yep, S-H-M-I. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know why they don't test Shmi, because you think... I that, don't know why her son doesn't have her accent. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He hangs around with Watto, so... He should talk in like a really racist, stereotypical Jewish accent. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, Watto is a serious problem. I know we mentioned the Trade Federation, but Watto is a fucking problem. Yeah, he is bad. I was so stupid when I when this movie first came out. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I only like money. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be Mediterranean. <laughs> she sounds like Waluigi when you do it. <laughs> I also was doing the Italian man. Yeah. For some I, think, I thought he was like Italian or Greek or something. Yeah. Like I thought it was racist, but I thought it was the wrong kind of <laughs> racist. I was going to say, Chris thought it was Greek because Greek's like, Chris is like, those Greeks. <laughs> Famous for their... Always nickel and diamond, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking of like the stereotype of Mediterraneans being like hairy and shit. And he's hairy and kind of out of shape, and it like took me eight. People are like, no, Chris, he's supposed to be a oh Jewish stereotype. It's like, oh right, How supposed to be though. I don't know how much you can plan for that. Well, I mean, these depends things, how much of an anti-Semite you, you are. Know, exactly. These things were designed within an inch of their life, and uh, why True. did nobody mention this at any point? They were all as stupid as me. Uh, no, like, no one wanted to say no to George. That's that too. why. Yeah. Yeah, but fucking someone should have. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, uh, I had forgotten, or well, i put it a different way. I grew up from New Hampshire, grew up in New Hampshire, grew up in a racist as fuck household that turns out after the fact. Didn't see a single fucking problem with Jar Jar Binks when I was a kid. We watched it last night or two nights ago, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, the first thing that happens, oh, Misa, your humble servant. Ooh. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, they all they needed uh, to do was dress him in a threadbare tuxedo, and it would have been a complete uh, look. Absolutely revolting. I was <sighs> like, "Holy shit!" And again, as like a twelve-year-old in nineteen ninety, I can forgive myself, but as an adult, I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, you know what's super super wild is, and I, I, I didn't know this until the other day, 
Michael Jackson had ex- expressed interest in playing Jar Jar Binks, but he wanted to be a physical person and not a CGI monster. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, but all the other Gungans are still CG. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Gungans and Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, not, might have made the rest of the Gungans to, look less not weird. Not to speak no. ill of dead pedophiles, but he probably knew it'd be a hit with the kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, we, we would have gotten less like, what you know. <laughs> The, the Jackson woo-hoo instead of the weird noises Jar Jar made. I understood almost nothing of what Jar Jar said the whole right? time Right? And I yeah. think, I, I I don't know if they gave um, Ahmed, Hacker, Best. Ahmed Best, I don't know if they just gave him a script that just had like whatever you, whatever <laughs> Make comes a out sound of your here. <laughs> well, what, what's, what's not to understand of Cross the Gloober and Crash the Boss's Binga Bonga and Hoodly Doodly? Yeah, Literally all of it. That's why he got banished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I And I can't help but think that... So, like, Jar Jar's only function in this film is to bring the Jedi to Gungan City. Yep. And then to bring them to the Gungan secret... Uh, yeah, he is a security nightmare. Yeah. You know, they never should have let him but leave like, again. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't... Why did they bring him down on a tattoo? Oh, and why don't forget, he also tattooing? farts. Oh yeah, he farts and he and he does other things. Farts. I thought you said fucks. Like, yeah. So, question, bitch. Charge our pigs. I don't know if you fucked. all are. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with. It's a meme. The Darth Jar Jar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Theory. Yeah. Yep. If you watch, I think there's like an Alt Shift X video or something about it, where like they actually go deep dive on the on the on the uh, the theory, and it's fairly compelling. And I <laughs> and I do. It, it would have somewhat improved the Jar Jar character if it turned out that he was actually a, a brilliant Sith Lord and he was just playing the fool to gain the trust of the Jedi. What do people base this on? Because I haven't, I like am familiar with it as an extant oh, theory, but I've never have, read up on I, it. Find, because... find the, I think it's all Shift X that does the video on YouTube. Find that video and. and it, and you'll be a believer. Yeah, you should be able to. There's, I'm sure, numerous videos about it too to to really. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know for sure if it's all shift X. I just it it was of that quality though. Yeah. Also, have you heard the Earth is flat? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <sighs> like it, it. The but basically it boils down to George originally intended. To make Jar Jar a toy, a Sith Lord, to sell the and children. you know that he and but because of the negative reaction to the character, he scrapped the plans, and that's where we get Count Dooku. I doubt all of this. Oh, I doubt it too. I feel like if anything, if he was like, "Yes, good, you completely misunderstood, and I'm going to blow your minds. This is going to be bigger than." No, I am your father. <laughs> why did? Do, why does he sound like? Guys, have you ever heard George Lucas talk? He's got no. a weird, nasally ass voice. Yeah. And, he, and he sounds like Zeth. Zek. I mean, I'm overdoing it. Yeah. But. Um. Apropos of nothing, please that we've been talking about, but related to the movie. Oh, uh, shocking! Um, yeah, I was gonna say that's. <laughs> let's look up some more. So it is somewhat apropos. Naked, then. N- naked Gungan porn. No. Oh, so dude, I found something of him fucking Sabolba. Uh, no. Oh. My, yeah. One of my favorite mo- moments in this film happens uh, right after they escape Naboo. It's the end credits. <laughs> yes. um, and, you know, R2-D2, who we've come to know and love, ha- just happens to be one of several mechanical droids on the, uh, on the Naboo ship. Mm-hmm. Saves the ship from the, from the blockade. Yep. 
And then uh, they bring him before the queen. Mm-hmm. But it's not the queen, it's the fake queen. Yep. The real queen is standing right there, yep. Padme. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is the droid that saved the ship. He's all fucked up now. He's all dirty. He's been on the outside of the ship. He got shot at. Yeah, and the fans get to wang because they know it's R2-D2. And then <laughs> the fake queen, yeah. who is sitting there pretending to be the queen, commands Padme... <laughs> The real queen. Go clean this piece of shit up. (laughs) Padme, go go scrub the droid for me. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that, actually. I was like, there you go. Someone's a little too big for her britches. Padme, she does it. She She has to. I mean. The queen told her to. Do you think? think Maybe it was intentional to make it look believable. Maybe it's just, a kinky game they play. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I, was, uh, I was about to suggest I that. I you clean the droids for me, Padme. Um, also, we, we didn't mention that's Kira Knightley playing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pre, pre-fame. Oh yeah. yeah, you mentioned that Kira Knightley was there. Yeah, what's funny is apparently Portman's and Knightley's mothers couldn't tell them apart on set. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Kira Knightley was the queen? Was the... Was the fake queen. Yeah. What? I mean, when, yeah. the, when they're in makeup, they definitely... Do not look very different. Yeah. Speaking of that, makeup's racist too, right? Yeah, it's like, like, like a lot of Orientalism. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not racist per se, but definitely um, misappropriation. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because, like, it has oh. nothing to do with the rest of it. Like everything else, her clothes. Well, now some of the outfits are quite Orientalist as well. But like, why not just stick with the kind of Roman look you had going on with so much of it, right? Like, what yeah. the fuck? You filmed in Italy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Can't throw a dead cat without hitting a designer. Get them to make your dresses. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and I get, you know, aside from the uh, possible appropriation uh, notwithstanding, I think the costuming in this film, oh, especially for Amidala's character, astounding. is really good. Yeah. Oh, it, she had some great shit, yeah. It gives you something to focus on when they're talking about trade disputes so that you don't have to pay attention. I remember, and this is again sort of credit to the fact that for all his failings, George has a good aesthetic sense. Like, I remember people bitching, this doesn't look like a Star Wars movie. They're like, well, yeah, of course not. It shouldn't because the Republic's still going. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, look, look, trust me, it'll start to look like Star Wars. If by the third movie things aren't all blocky and gray... Then yeah, they fucked up. And like, I and what's everything by the third movie? Blocky and gray. Yep. And hey. I, I gotta give the, um, you know, because you know that. So that's right. Like, so like the Naboo ship that they're on at the start is very sleek, very clean, very nice. It, it, I mean, it could be it's, from Star Trek. It's if Flash Gordon had money. Yeah. yeah. And like the Tatooine scenes, their their production designer I think did a really good job. Especially, I was noticing like. Anakin's pod and like the controls in it, yeah, are all very lived in and, and have that same sense that we got from like the Falcon and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so there's definitely, I mean, it, it's definitely, it definitely rhymes with uh, yeah, the totally. later film, like poetry. <laughs> but yeah, I think poetry it makes, does. I mean, it, it makes sense that you know, again, it's the Republic's still strong, and also this is our first time really seeing like rich people, pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, like otherwise we've seen. The Imperial soldiers, who everything is gray, mm-hmm. and the rebellion, who was broke. Mm-hmm. Um, Java's palace, but he's a, a crime lord. So yeah, so of course there's that extra layer of scum and villainy. Yeah, um, and I also think just the huts probably have no sense of aesthetics. Oh. Uh oh. I mean, when you look like that. Um, here was something. 
So Qui-Gon attempts to force trick yeah. Watto, Watto into giving him... Well, not into just giving him. He was still going to give him the money, but he was going to give him <coughs> worthless, money, have to worthless money. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and that doesn't work. And then he hatches this fucking convoluted Hail Mary plan <laughs> wow, that, has, yeah. that has like a um, one in a billion chance of succeeding. The Force. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he does cheat Watto, I noticed, with yep. the dice roll. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's okay, because those dice were waiting. Yeah, it was a loaded dice. But you certainly. totally know it was. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, that's why he looked so like, huh? Yeah. But here's the thing. Watto is immune to the Jedi mind trick. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he says. Why like like how Ferengi... Jedi? Ferengi can't be read by beta droids. Yeah. So, Qui-Gon, why don't we go to a different guy? Trade that guy who we can trick into taking our Republic credits and giving us something of value. Something Watto might trade. And some, then some trade that to Watto. Some self-stealing symbols. Because then we don't get to pick up Anakin and have our pod race and Darth Vader and the end of everything. See, that's the other thing, though. So Qui-Gon claims to Watto, oh yeah, I just happen to own an excellent, excellent pod racer. Watto never thinks, why don't you just trade me that and I'll give you the toys. <laughs> um, you don't need it off this planet. Well, a pod racer is probably not worth the same as this apparently quite rare model of hyperdrive. Is it really that rare, though? Because doesn't On he say, Tatooine. Yeah, but doesn't he say, oh, we've got shitloads of pieces of this type of, sh- like, uh, what? what's the, well, uh, where's the thing from? Where's the ship from? He says, oh, Naboo. yeah, Nubian. He's like, oh, Nubian, we got lots of that. I just think he's... Yeah, but I think he's the only one that has a hyperdrive. I think, you know what I think? He's full of shit. For that matter, sell Watto the ship, buy a different ship. Mm. Hey. There we go. Any ship will do. You just have to get yeah. off this planet. Buy, a, you know, buy the Millennium Falcon. It's probably hanging out somewhere. <laughs> See? We there have you standards. go. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Queen Amidala... I'm afraid we've sold the ship to a junk dealer. What? But we, we, in exchange, we got this wonderful ship. What a piece of junk! What a bucket uh, of bolts! Speaking of rhyming... And it's even got this co-pilot, Chewbacca. <laughs> he comes with the deal. That, that, that is actually the one way these don't rhyme, and I feel like was always maybe a failing of the prequels, is that pretty much everyone we follow is important yes they are a jedi or a politician or whatever c3po Bibble. there's no like i'm not saying it had to be an exact replica i didn't need like necessarily a scoundrel smuggler but there's no like regular person going what the fuck with all of you i mean yeah eventually han is won over by the well leia but either way, I think like the closest thing you got is, is the uh, the guy that's like their Brooklyn ass pilot. <laughs> yeah, I loved that guy. I really wanted him to be like this trilogy's wedge who just shows up every time, but <laughs> we never see him again. We oh, never see his wonderful. I love the the Naboo like doomed ass pilot core outfits because mm. they are like. Again, just the, the whole, like, just pure Naboo. They're very aesthetically pleasing, but useless. They look like something out of TOS, because they were, like, bright-ass colors. They're like, look at yeah. the colors Well, they've got these, like, do. long, like, almost World War One pilot outfits with these crazy helmets. 
Like, it, it's never made explicit in the films. Part of the idea of the, like, crazy orange jumpsuits and stuff is that, like, they're proper flight suits. They help with G-forces, and if you lose uh, atmosphere, you can actually survive for a bit. If you lose atmosphere in a Naboo fighter, in your big jacket and cool antique helmet, your ass is dead. Yeah. So Naboo doesn't have a standing army. Nope. But they do. And they have a sitting army. But they do have these this Reclining. fighter this fighter corps. Mm. Yep. Like, well, that's true. They got these fighter planes. But I think that's their whole air force. Like in that one. Those twenty guys. Imagine, that's that's it. Imagine being the 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 aircraft designer on Naboo. That's like, all right, you get to design two ships in your whole career. The the big one. And the fighter, which is just a smaller version of the big one. Well, there's eventually there's there's actually a different big one in each film. Oh, the one in the the one in the second one has like a big sort of Next wing week. at the front, <laughs> and then the third one has no wings. It's, it's the um, I would think that um, the Borgs like be, given that Watto is so excited about the Nubian ship, maybe it would have made sense to establish that like Naboo is a major producer of. Um, then the trade ships. dispute would make sense. And then sense. the trade dispute yeah. would make sense because oh my Naboo has like massive shipyards, and you know that's why they're being embargoed, and it's really fucking with their economy. As we see, they just seem like they live in decadent palaces and yeah. palaces with like the the trademark like tunnel to nowhere. Yeah, they're actually their 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 biggest export is marble. Yeah, clearly, and gungans. No. Gungan meat. Gungan's meat. Get, Gungan's getting killed. We saw no light in the It's a Gungan meat, not Gungan meat. They hunt us for food and sport. <laughs> I'd believe it. Uh. <laughs> uh, me and Caitlin are thinking about dumb. Oh, man. How, how dark would that have been if like we went into like the Queen's throne room and there were just like mounted heads of Gungans <laughs> from all of her aunts? We explain why she's such a good shot. Yeah, I, I also didn't understand that. Like, so she's a queen. She's apparently been elected. Mm-hmm. Oh I my god! For you. I mentioned that. I was like, "What do you fuck? What the fuck do you mean she's an elected queen? Like, who who votes? That make her but, a president or but something? Even if they, I mean, you can have electoral, it's, it it's a like, thing. Why did you called, elect a fourteen? But like, but yeah, girl. why is it a fourteen year old girl? And also, like, I get it. She's the queen. But you would, but she's apparently the only person there that has any like strategic sense because she's the one that comes up with the whole plan. Like she's telling her generals. Oh yeah, we're gonna let the Gungans get slaughtered. Like here's the we, plan. Well, while we climb the side of the castle, that's a good plan. <laughs> and then and yeah, and like I like I like that she's a badass. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't make a ton of sense. You nothing else in this movie makes that's sense. True. Why yeah. should that? Why why? Have her be 14. For that matter, why have so Anakin can be 9? Okay, I was going to say, so she can fuck Anakin later, but... Anakin okay. originally was written So, so in addition to Great setting this Annie, on... you look so different. Oh. In addition to Stick having set this on Alderaan <laughs> instead of Naboo, the other thing I would have done were I asked by George to plan this movie for him. Age Anakin up. Would be age everybody up. Well, Anakin was originally 12, but they hmm. but they aged him down. Did I write down why? To sell uh, their bullshit to stupid oh, children. So that being a, being separated from his mother would have a bigger effect on him. Yeah, so he, Whatever, a 12-year-old's too young so to be away the from his mother. No, so like, because, so here's the thing. 
Okay. We fix this. Do it. Fix it all. Good luck. All right. Cut this whole movie. We're on Alderaan. Yeah, let's just right. skip it. <laughs> There's Alderaan, which has massive shipyards, is under trade embargo. We can keep that. They send in the Jedi. They send Master Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and his young adult, 20-something apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. to resolve the trade dispute. Okay? No mom... No midi-chlorians, no virgin birth. We don't need to know about the childhood of Anakin. Then, All we need to know is that he was a Jedi and a good one. But then why is he going to, to slaughter people next movie? Because we still have Jumping Senator Palpatine, movie. who's also, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, spoiler alert, the Emperor. Oh! <gasps> spoiler! We still have Senator Palpatine, who is a senator from Alderaan, who does exactly the same thing with the princess, with the queen, I mean. Also, similar to like uh, like the Saudis, for example, there there's one queen of Alderaan, but there are many princesses. Padme Amidala is the queen by, by birthright, not by election, but the queen by birthright of Alderaan. But there are many princes and princesses, including the little-known small duke, Bail Organa. Oh, okay. Who we meet in this film. And then, uh, you know, everything else plays out exactly the same. No Gungan. Um, <laughs> we still end up on Tatooine somehow for some reason. Actually, no, we don't end up on Tatooine. Fuck Tatooine. We don't, we don't need Tatooine. We don't need it at all because we already have Anakin. Yeah, fuck Tatooine. Um, in fact, just, yeah, I think we just go straight into, uh, eh, that's a really short movie though. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you say that, that like, 30 minutes. Thing. 30 minutes in. No, actually, you know, we can have um, some proper space battles. Let's just do that. But so when do we get battles. when do we get a pod race that we can put in our video games? Well, no. To be okay. fair, the pod race game is pretty great. It looks let, fun. Let yeah. me think about let me think about that. Okay, pod race. Okay. Um. So they escape the Trade Federation embargo. They're you know the blockade. They 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 they, they run the blockade in a blockade runner, which is the ship. From the original Star Wars, I know this from a video game, yep. that the ship in the original Star Wars that gets captured at the very beginning, that is Princess Leia's ship, is called the Blockade Runner. Yep. That's, it's like poetry. It, it rhymes. rhymes. <laughs> you use that ship, it's an old ship, and you know, you get your fucking fan wank going, because they use the same ship, of course, it's nice and shiny and new. In this bit, in this movie, okay, here, to run the blockade, and that's how it gets the name blockade runner. There we go. And here's what you do. Here's how you still have your pod race. They we'll still, race. they still have a fucked up ship, so they still have to land somewhere. It's just not fucking Tatooine. And they're still like, okay, we don't. Our Republic money's no good here. Uh, but Watto, instead of being this horror fucking stereotype, is a nice alien. Just in Jabba, Jabba's there. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, then that's still Tatooine. But you go to this alien, and they're like, he's like, look, I got this thing. You can't, I did, Republic money's useless. I'm not that nice. He's like, look, I, I got this pod race. My pilot, like, has the flu or something. Maybe you race it for me. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, you're a good pilot. And we still have our pod race. But because Anakin's like 20, he doesn't go yippee. And there isn't a horrible boy who goes wizard. <laughs> oh my god, it's totally wizard, Annie. It 
it's a wizard. And we don't have like a tiny Rodian, which is upsetting. Well, Ames gave me a little trivia. Oh I yeah, I want this trivia. Oh, it's yeah. not, is it? You don't want you don't want this trivia. So there's a cut scene. There was a cut scene in which Anakin gets gets in a fight with that kid. Yes, I knew that. Which kid? The little the, Rodian. The little, little, the is that little, the Greedo The thing? little Greedo. Yeah. Okay, it would great. be revealed that, yes, that is Greedo. Uh, the Greedo we know and love and hate and all of this bullshit. Well, I don't really feel strongly about him. I just know he's dead. But they, they didn't, like, Luke, Lucas didn't want that in the movie because Anakin can't get in fights with people. He's Anakin. But no, but he exactly. would because that would show, that's a great thing because then that shows that he's got fucking anger issues, yeah, which is the whole fucking point aggression. of the character. That's yeah, the like, thing. It doesn't make a lot of sense that he goes from being happy-go-lucky, robot-building, mama-loving, mama pod-race extraordinaire to murdering children. Well, yeah. and, and, like, and Yoda says, he's like, the, like, apparently all the other Jedi are on board with like, yeah, yeah, this kid's got the, got the goods. But Shmi, <laughs> but but Yoda is the fucking naysayer on the Jedi Council. Is like, mm, anger I feel in him, mm, much darkness. Oh. So like, where does he get that from? Is it because he's sad that his mom died and he's a little apprehensive about meeting all of these scary Jedi people? I mean, if you had previously shown us in the film that yeah, oh, he's got a mean streak, he he can get violent, then maybe we would buy. Yoda's resistance to training this kid. Okay, but I want it to be that scene where Ralphie goes fucking ape shit on that kid. And <laughs> <laughs> it basically is. And he's just going, and that, No, it's pretty much what it is. Pounding the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah? Like, I've seen it before. I forgot they revealed Wait, that they that was Greedo. they actually taped it? Yeah. It exists. Oh, yeah. Oh shit! I want to see it. But like that—that's the one part I could do without. Like, no, it doesn't need to be Greedo. It can just be a different Rodian and George. Jesus fuck! Yeah, it doesn't need to be Greedo. <laughs> but yeah, like the idea of a scene of him losing his temper, I think, is important. And the yeah. fact they cut that is stupid. But that's because George doesn't understand emotions. Well, to be fair, though, when he did it with Kylo Renfair, we all laughed at him. So that's true. Well, that was someone else. That was uh, that was J.J. Abrams. I mean, I would have just liked to see, like, because we were told that Yoda senses darkness yeah. in him. I would have liked to have seen, even, seen if, it wasn't, even if it you wasn't a little show not a tell, vi- you? even if it wasn't like a mm. tantrum or something, a little bit of a, a little hint, like yeah, maybe, even if it's for a good reason, if it, even if it's him sticking up for for I don't know, Greedo maybe called him a called a, called his mom fat or something. Oh, I'll I'll show you. Maybe he just straight up murders um, Greedo. No. Jar Jar. No, I was going to say uh, Sebulba. <laughs> Sebulba <laughs> tried to kill him. That's true. Or maybe even just like, you know, someone says something shitty and he just kind of like looks really pissed. They start to go like... But, but then he's like shakes his head or whatever and they stop. And he's like, what the fuck was that? And like, here's the thing. I know we're, I don't want to go too far into next week, but like, here's the thing. Because they didn't do that in this movie... They didn't establish his dark streak in this movie. No, they he's ha- pure in this movie. They have to add a whole fucking idiotic side plot to the next movie that has him murder a bunch of Tuscan Raiders, which is fucking stupid. And it's just it's a whole fucking part of the movie. Yeah, that's just like oh, we're gonna like take this time out in the movie to go to Tatooine so he can murder some people, and that and that's it. That's definitely it's one of those things that again, from what I've seen of it, I've seen a couple of the seasons now. The Clone Wars does a little better, just scattering in these moments of him, you know, having this, having a mean streak. You know, there's there's an episode where they're desperate for information from uh, 
someone and like when everyone else is gone he goes to some extreme interrogation techniques Ooh, i gotta watch the clone wars i hear really good things it it takes a little bit to get going it definitely starts off way more like kid friendly but that shifts Pretty dramatically over time. Does Wolf If Mon play a big uh, part in it? Wolf If Mon is my favorite Jedi. Jedi. He's the Wolfman Jedi. Nah. No, sadly. <laughs> what about Kit Fisto? Uh, he shows up a fair amount, actually. Yay! Is that a real thing? There's a, yes, there is a, uh, a werewolf Jedi named Wolf If Mon. Good name. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> was, yeah, was, Anakin's, name. was Anakin's wizard kid friend, was his name Kidster? Uh, oh, he does call him that, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like something you'd put on the page to like like I gotta rename this character later. <laughs> to do rename character Kidster. It's the kind of thing where if you go to a celebrity and you, you want to get a whole bunch of photographs like signed and autographed and all this thing, yeah, just make it out to uh, Kidster because then I can give it to anybody. Okay, according to the internet, it's Kidster. Kitster. Okay. Not much better. Any relation no. to Kit Fisto? So, no, it's clearly it's George wrote in the script Kid. Kid. Yeah. And gave the lines. And then they got to the day of shooting. And it's like, oh shit. The script still says Kid for all those lines. But, but, we want to Anakin, ha- Anakin has to address him. Uh, just say Kidster. This is the only thing he's ever done. And he is from Edison, New Jersey. A number of um, Anakin's like friends are George's kids, right? I think so. That are just cameos. What really annoys me is one of them has braces, and it's none like, of them can act. <laughs> well, that too. But it's like, what slave owner is buying their slave braces? Um, a slave owner that okay, don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that's true. Stop it. Grooming. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. You asked. Yeah. Yes. It's a and good answer. It is. I just wish I hadn't asked now. Oh, uh, Ames. I wish you notice, hadn't too. Uh, Thanks. What did I notice? You noticed that what that uh, when we see Jabba at the uh, at the pod race, <laughs> one of the women that's sort of standing around, golden bikini. Oh yeah, she looked great. Oh, Jesus, I did, I've never noticed that. In all yeah. the time She's got blue hair. Film. Ooh, that looks really that's, nice with the gold. That, that's really uh, checking all my boxes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also noticed that Jabba, behind, standing behind Jabba, or is standing behind Jabba, hut. is a is another hut yeah. that looks perhaps female. I feel like they gave gave it kind of female-ish. It's also fit. smaller than Jabba, so you think yeah. maybe. So I wonder if that's like Jabba's wife. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure if we looked it up, we'd find out who it is. I want to know if uh, Jabba the Hutt has some serious sleep apnea, because that motherfucker passes out during that race like six times. Like, <laughs> well, what are you it, doing, buddy? Think about it, though. Like, he's not got a little screen in front of him, like everyone else. So when they're not passing by him, nothing's happening as far There's as he's concerned. There's gotta be a Jumbotron. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, I mean, also, I think it's just like, you know, this is the thing he runs because he's supposed to. He does not actually give a fuck. Right, so oh, we'll, come on. So I got I He got probably a little... bet on somebody. He must have had some. I mean, he's, that's his whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, just I like what you said, by the way. What it when? At the end, you know, the crowd's all exuberant and you're like, bullshit. No yeah, one bet on no him. No shit. Everyone bet against him. Everyone that fucking bet on that race lost their money. Except so, um, Qui Gon. Qui Gon. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. A little personal connection that I have to this film. Oh my. Back back when this film was coming out, <clears throat> oh dear. Uh, many of you know my mom is a is a professional artist. She used to be an illustrator. Uh, I mean, she's still an illustrator, but like 
she used to like do professional illustration for for co- different companies and one of the companies that she got a lot of work from was a company called illuminations which did children's toys specifically glow-in-the-dark children's toys no oh, illuminations there you go and basically you know so like if you ever went to the museum of science and bought a pack of um glow-in-the-dark stars or things like that uh, you know, they just have like the plain stars, but it's a lot of times, and I have one right here that she did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like this, you know, so like I, what I'm holding is a is a um, glow-in-the-dark, you know, stick-on USS Enterprise. D. Enterprise D. Uh, illuminations that my mom. Does it still glow? I'm sure it still glows. I've never, I've never noticed it still um, glow. That my you have to hold it under light for a while. Probably, um, and we keep this in the. In the so my mom did the so. did the the art for the for the actual ship. No shit. Um, <laughs> but she did a ton of these. She did a lot of a lot of Star Trek ones, but she also did a lot of Star Wars ones. And she had the contract to do the Episode One glow in the dark wall stickers or whatever. Neat. Your mom is fucking awesome, dude. Your mom is fucking awesome. And. Um, so, but what's really co- extra cool about that, or what was extra cool to me at the time, oh, is that, of course, you know, when they're d- making these products, uh, this merchandise, they have to do that well in advance of the movie. So my mom had all of this fucking art from Star Wars Episode Did 1. Did you have to sign an NDA and shit? Oh, I'm sure. Like, a year before the movie came out, at least. So I, you know, and she yeah. was showing me a bunch of stuff, and she's like, oh, these are the characters, you know, this is Jar Jar Binks, this is... You know, whoever, this is, you know, whatever. And one of the characters, and this connects, so one of the characters that was in the artwork that she had was supposedly a really big character in the movie. And I don't remember the character's name. Um, but when I saw the movie, I was like, hmm, I never saw that character. I, was, I, I, I bet I know who you're talking about, but please. And it's a character that shows up in one shot. Mm-hmm. During the pod race, yep. there's a there's a woman that is standing above watching the pod race, and she's she's kind of badass looking. She's got like white skin, like like white white skin, not like white people, but like yeah, like white. alabaster hair, like the centaurian centaurians in Babylon. I think 5. it's like it's, I think it's like a like a like a ponytail, but she's otherwise bald. Yeah, but like yeah, like a centauri woman. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've told this about her before. Um, I don't remember what you told and like us, she's, she's Woody Harrelson killed her. That's presented it and like. I don't know if there was plans to do. I think I've yeah right. I think I have talked about this before, but like I, I don't know if there was plans to do more with the character or not. But she shows up for one shot in episode one, and I don't think is ever seen again. And you Star have the full size cardboard cut out of her, don't you? Well, that's the thing. I mean, and, and that just what goes back to name? that goes back to the whole merchandising obsession with this movie. Is that I'm pretty sure that character only exists to be action figures and evidently. Glow in the dark wall stickers. Interesting. Well, so the thing I remember at the time they were talking about, oh yeah, did you see her? She's gonna be important later. And then no, she wasn't. Like she showed up in the Clone Wars cartoon at least once. And then as Ames said, she is casually mentioned as having been killed by Woody Harrelson's character sometime before the events of Solo. Yeah. And it's mm. a name that you'd only understand if you were like a you, massive nerd if you and had the action figure. So I like I I had known just enough about her that I was like, really? <laughs> I should have That's had... how you deal with this character. So my mom often got samples of um, 
of the products after they got produced. Like you know, so that's why I have that one. I should I should see if she has any of the Star Wars products. But yeah, allegedly she was going to play a bigger role later on. Like she was gonna. You know, I think they implied that she would be involved in helping hunt down the Jedi and What's shit. What's she called? I'm trying Just to look up who did Woody Aura Singh. Oh yes, we made a lot of jokes about her. So what well. is it? Aura A U R R A Singh Singh. Um, yeah, there she is. Very arousing. But yeah, she was. Oh. Holy fucking Harley Quinn made the same joke. Biker so from well. Mars <laughs> shit. Yeah, she definitely looks like a character out of like a Mad Max film. I hate her fingers. Ick. You know what we haven't discussed yet? Darth fucking Maul! I was about to say, the oh, dark right. side? The best all? part of the movie? Yeah, like... The only really decent part of the movie? That's what I said. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else from this film, like, I feel like the one thing everyone kind of agrees on is that Duel of the Fates is a banger. Oh, yeah. the kids Beautiful. call them. It slaps. Yeah, it's really good. It's on... <laughs> the, um... Sanskrit, I think. Yeah, and like, I guess this... This movie, in a real sense, really defined what a lightsaber battle is. Because mm. we've seen, we've seen Obi Wan try to get try to kill Vader without busting his hip. He wasn't mm. really trying, though. No, uh, you know we've seen Luke fumble around and freak out and hack and slash at Vader. The hack and slash was good. Yeah, but but like this is like a dance. Yeah, yeah. and like. Almost to the point where it's... It's, it's some, almost too perfect sometimes. And there's some points during the fight where you can kind of see the choreography. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it does not look like they're trying to kill each other. No. No. It looks like they're trying to clash. But it yeah. still looks gorgeous. But, I mean, like... And, like, this is kind of what people think about when they think about what a lightsaber fight is. Well, plus we got our first double-ended lightsaber, too. It was sick as first oh my God. only, I think. How yep. many times did we go back and re-watch the oh, footage? Oh, okay. Where so, the lightsaber... So yep. I will contend... Ames disagrees. But I disagree now that I've watched it. I saw it. We saw it about... We watched it about 20 so, times. So, so Ames... So, okay, so it's for, for listeners... Yes, because Jake has made this claim in the I show have, before. I have, I have complained about this literally since 1999. That when Darth Maul ignites his lightsaber, first he ignites the right from his perspective the right side, and then he ignites the left side. Okay, right. And ever since I saw this movie for the first fucking time as a as a young teenager. I was like, there's something wrong with this. And I've watched the movie many times since. His lightsaber gets longer. It's str- the, the not the not the, the blade, the, the hilt, yeah. the, the, the actual lightsaber itself extends. because he's excited. When he <laughs> it's a sh- it's a grower, <laughs> not a shower. Um, when he lights the second blade. And I've always said this, and I've mentioned it to people before. I'm like, you showed us before, and I've showed you before. I'm like, don't you think that's weird? And everyone's like, I never noticed that, but like, I don't know, like some something. I for whatever reason, I noticed it. And then when I've showed other people, most of them are like, yeah, you're right, that is weird. It like does look like it gets, it stretches out. Like they made like my original thought on this was that like maybe the actor like moved his hand too much mm. when when they were um, filming it. So like Ray Park. So they had to, great. Great. Um, like, digitally fix his hand rotation so that the, the effect would work. Yeah. 
and that's the only thing I could think of. So, like, I, I challenge you listeners, go watch episode one. You don't You're not going to let me talk? All right. Well, no, I will, I will, I will. But go watch episode one and watch Darth Maul's lightsaber when it ignites. Yes. And, no, and no, no, no. Here's what but, I said. But, okay, but Ames God has... God damn it. Ames has a counterpoint. Here's my counterpoint. Don't watch the the, the, the hilt when, when uh, it ignites. Watch his wrist. Because he yeah, does he move it. his wrist. So yeah, I'm pretty sure does. it's not that the thing is getting longer. Because I don't think... I think that's just a practical thing yeah. in his hand. He does this. He, he goes from... Wrist. Yeah, he goes from like five o'clock... To like three o'clock, and so it actually isn't getting longer. He's it's just shifting it forward. It's an angle. We wa- Jake and I watched this until <laughs> I got just utterly pissed, <laughs> and we. I totally missed oh, a whole yeah, bunch of no, stuff happening. It, it is 100%. definitely an angle. It one hundred percent's an angle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Sorry. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah, I want to stand by. Have you. it slowed down. Okay. Chris and Jake are still on the same team. <laughs> no, we watched. No, we watched it's before this so he rotates. Times. It's before he rotates. Though. No. It's when the it's when the he's, blade he's turns going on. Like, he's going like this. Anyway, we're no, doing visual, like we're doing nice. visuals again. Here's yeah. what they probably said. They were probably like, "Oh, Ray, you'd be impaling yourself. We're gonna need you to." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh." But yes, Darth Maul. Uh, big Criminally underused boy. in this. Yep. Better yeah. used in the Clone Wars. His his makeup looks awesome because he looks immediately intriguing when you see him. Yep. The oh, double-edged lightsaber in, in, incredibly intriguing. He looks yep. great. Ray Park does a great job with all the flips and shit. Apparently he was only ever contracted to just basically be the stunts person. Yeah. And they said, no, you might as well just be be Darth Maul. Well, yeah, because what does he have? Two lines? I mean... He's, yeah. And he doesn't even do the lines. The yeah, lines are, are dubbed. dubbed. What? <laughs> You'd, know, you'd understand if you heard Ray Park's voice. He's got a squeaky voice. Well, the Jedi will soon have suffered That's familiar. Thing. Does he really what? sound like that? No, it, I don't know. I've never he heard sounds David like Carl's Urkel. All again. No, his voice was considered too squeaky, so they had um, does, does he ever Peter s- Serafinowitz do the voice. <sighs> Wait, of the, of the Serafinowitzes? Peter Serafinowitz is yeah. the best. Originally, does he ever they... speak as Toad in X-Men? I can't remember. Uh... I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. I don't no, I, I don't think I don't, so. I do not remember. I looked up. He also played the headless horseman in. Uh, That's right. Not Sweetie Todd. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. doesn't do much speak? talking in that one either. The uh, headless horse. The headless horseman speaks when it's Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, originally, they had a uh, Benicio del Toro cast as Ray Park, but he <laughs> Benicio <laughs> del Toro <laughs> cast as Dark Maul. <laughs> Fuck my life forever. Um, like from Fear and Loathing. But I think he wanted more lines, or he didn't like the lines were cut. And... That's understandable. I mean, he's kind of a, you know, he was a big enough deal. What the fuck? That would be so weird. But that's only because I only think of him as being that character. Like, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, he is that uh, character. The, yeah. What's I, his, what's he called? Dr. I, Hanzo? Is that him? Yeah. I have no idea that was Peter Serafinowicz. Uh, he's also he was also the Tick in yes. the most recent Tick uh, oh. series. If you haven't seen that, that was actually really good. Yeah, I like yeah. what I saw of it. Um, I, um, I don't know. I I love. I do actually really like Darth Maul. Yeah, but don't I'm care gonna, for him in Solo. <laughs> well, I, that was still. I was yeah when he showed up. I called it. That was the best. And you did thing. because we had it taped. We had you reading. Your thing weeks before we saw the movie. Yeah. I mean, and then this motherfucker showed up, and we were like, "What and the, the thing fuck?" Is, I knew that in the, in Star Wars they established that Darth Maul somehow survived getting bisected. 
But I didn't bother mentioning it when you miss said that. It's like, well, yeah, but he's not going to show up in Solo. And then he did. And it was... It should have been stupid. Shame. But because you'd called it, it was the best thing. Shame on the Jedi for not, like, checking, checking? checking that pit. Should, like, yeah, should have <laughs> cut him into more pieces. Yeah, my favorite comment that I wrote down when they were doing just all the various fight choreo in the endless pit room was... There's always a bigger platform. Yeah, <laughs> so many fucking platforms. Here's the step room makes no sense. No, here's the stupidest thing about that whole thing. They all stop the fight dead when those little shield walls snap into place. You know what I bet isn't lightsaber proof? The not shielded shield generator. <laughs> Yeah. Stab it! Oh, that was way Sorry. too much. Sorry, that, wow. that was louder lot. than I expected You're it to be. still loud. Here's the thing. Everybody had been just, they'd just been doing all these acrobatics. Nah, everybody they all just, wanted a breather. Everybody wanted a breather. They all just... Is his is his sound thing actually getting longer, or is he just rotating his... <laughs> it's hard to say. Maybe to they, say. That, that they all just kind of agreed, like, let's just pretend, because yeah. Jesus, fuck. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah. So, so, here's the thing about Darth Maul. Tell us. Big badass. Kind of hot. Cool dancer. Oh yeah, kind of hot. Does a lot of um, does a lot of really great acrobatics. But again, like the rest of the movie, no personality. Like, mm-hmm. like no. no one does though. I know, I know. But like you know, the only other Darth we've ever known is Darth Vader, and he was a fucking. He was also a badass. I think Sebulba has the most. But like Darth Vader, <laughs> he, he had a lot of personality. Darth Vader wasn't also a... kind of hot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, he, yes. he wasn't, like, a fucking acrobat. No. No, he was a tank. You know, so, mm. like, as far as Darths go... Eh. Well, it's just good to know they can have different classes, you know? I guess this so. Is, this is more of a Sombra, and uh, Darth so Vader a, was more of a Reinhardt. Like I okay. said, Vader's a tank, Maul's a DPS. Well, the DP definitely stands for... Double penetration. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it does! His lightsaber! <laughs> He's a, du- a DPS, a double penetration Sith. You're fucking right, he is. <laughs> um, is Darth, uh, Darth Sidious then um, a support? I guess so, yeah. yeah. He buffs you with his. Well, yeah, and all he does is magic. He doesn't really do weapons, so that kind of sure. makes sense. Yeah. He's kind of a Moira. He kind of has a personality, sort of. Sidious? Yeah. Wait, which one? And as he's, as he's the Chancellor, he's. Interesting. He's got schemes. He's got ideas. He's got his like, and it's you know, I mean, again, it's sort of a dramatic irony thing. Is like, in reality, George doesn't intend you to watch these in episode order. So like, it you, wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you, you go in knowing like, oh look, it's it's the baby emperor. Um, See, but I didn't know it at the time. Like when we first saw the film, I know that like other people would know that his name was Palpatine, but I didn't. I just well, he's got the he's got the mouth. Well, I know, but I just didn't know. I just didn't know. I had no idea. It was mind-blowing. I have somewhat of an idea of what it must have been like to find out that Darth was Luke's father, because I had no fucking clue. What's most shocking is that, spoilers, we've covered this already, Palpatine is Rey's granddaughter. (laughs) Palpatine is Rey's granddaughter? Is that what you just said? No, it's a grandfather. So here's the question. I was trying not to break out in laughter. So so relating this back to episode 9... Oh, that one. Which I still haven't seen. I'm sorry, I just spoiled the whole (laughs) movie for you, Justice. The internet did that five minutes after it was released, I'm sure. Is Palpatine... Yes. Senator Palpatine, is he the original... Or is he just another clone? Nah, I'm sure he's the original. 
is the guy that the Trade Federation folk keep talking to on the phone. Oh, him or a clone. Is that Palpatine or is that just one of Palpatine's? Uh, That's a a decoy. I doubt he has clones yet. He's still not in the right position. No, he's of just power. got Kira Knightley dressed up in one of his extra clothes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never tell the difference. Yeah. No, no, no. Their mom's going to tell them apart. I'm sad. <laughs> no, no, no. Kira Knightley was her double. His was Orlando Bloom. Because ah, they were in a movie together The Pirates of the Caribbean. The Pirates you know of the Orlando Caribbean. Was in. So, what are you going to do with that as a shortly <laughs> All of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. If, if we could only do one of them, I'd be on board. The last one was weird, but it does have, uh, oh god, what's her name? Oh, uh, Eva Green. No. Uh, she, she's great too, but, uh, no, the, um, the young one who was on the fucking Skins in the UK. Skins in the UK. I don't know. Yeah. Seen none of these things. They're apparently rebooting the series with Margot Robbie as the lead. Four Skins? Margot Robbie is gonna be... Jack Sparrow? Well, no, she's going to be a new pirate. Jill but, Sparrow? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I would like to think maybe this, though, is the Palpatine that's getting laid as opposed to, you know, Emperor Palpatine. He could get it. I'd fuck him. I think somewhere there's it, there, there's a book or something in which he, he didn't have kids. He just had kids made of clones or some bullshit. He had some midichlorian. So, I because know. I no know one none of it. Here's the thing. It's because no one wants to think of Emperor Palpatine fucking, so they're like... Anything else. I'm okay with it. I mean, as not... If he wears the cloak. Exactly. Before he gets his face all fucked up, you know, when he's just a dude, he just looks like a dude. Yeah, but I mean, I think the fear is that he's... He's kind of cute. That the fucking was post-fuck up. He's got a nice smile. Yeah, he does. I mean, he could have also had adult children (laughs) at his age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you know he's rich, so you at least you're going to get something That's true, you little sugar daddy. Yeah. But just imagine having to fuck that thing. Like, no, I'm talking about the senator. I'm talking. About, oh, I'm talking about Senator Daddy. I'm not talking I'm, about. I'm talking about Emperor Albino Raisin. <laughs> Emperor Barf Patine. No. Oh. Emperor Ovaltine. He is. What's, what's wonderful too is about how stupid everyone is. <laughs> Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> he is so transparently evil. And no one notices. Yeah. Mm. Like, you can maybe play, well, you know, she's 14. She's naive. How is Captain Panaka not going, uh, your highness, he is clearly up to Wait, all the, the shit. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, come on. Uh, maybe someone should have a vote of no confidence. Apparently, I'm in line. <laughs> Down, Chris. <laughs> what a shock. I didn't see it coming. I don't know, but I feel like, to me, at least it's... Up until the oh I oh it's me, him being like well you could vote of no confidence to me that's someone saying hey you're fourteen you don't know how shit works uh, if oh, you yeah. don't like this guy that's he's how you get rid of he's him he's definitely manipulating her yeah but hundred percent like, but I mean that part at least isn't transparent I believe the term like, we've been using for this podcast is grooming, grooming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean <laughs> oh my god right you'll like, be watching your career with great interest <laughs> no. does it make sense that a senator from some backwater planet, uh, you know... That government makes no sense to me. ...becomes the chancellor versus the senator from Alderaan. Bring it back. How about Should the have been Queen Alderaan. of the Well, you know, I, clearly he greases a lot of wheels. Like, he's uh, he's from the middle of nowhere, but he... <laughs> he he's, he's a charmer. He's a, he's a... What's the word? He's a schmoozer. Like... 
groomer. <laughs> so here's the thing. Palpatine's whole plan relies upon Amidala showing up and calling for a vote of no confidence. I have to ask, are you saying everyone's name wrong on purpose is some kind of Han Solo shit? What do you mean? I feel like I feel like you've said you're saying Amidala or something. Isn't that how it's, it's said? Amidala. That's what I said. No, it isn't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and it's not the only thing. You said some other ones earlier, and I was just like, is he just fucking playing around? It's pronounced Wolfif Mon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, so Queen, what? How do you say it? Isn't it Amidala? It's Amidala, All right, so right? Queen Amidala shows up. Better. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to know if you were fucking with me. No, or not. I, did, I, I, okay. I, I didn't know. Well, listen, I didn't know you. Took here's it. the thing: there are about six ways to pronounce any given fucking name. I still don't know Leah. how. That's the thing: they say Leah more than they say Leia. I don't know how we wound up being like, yeah, yeah, it's Princess Leia. The fuck? Who says it that way? Then who? When? Where? At what point did they say it? I think Han says it at one point. Han. Good old Han Solo. <laughs> that guy. Good old Han Job. Of the Millennium. Well, <laughs> job. Anyway, in, in real life, I don't care if somebody pronounces my name Justice or Just Us. So I don't really know. It doesn't matter to me. Did anyone call you Just Us? Yeah. Really? Just us guys. <laughs> well, that's different. Well, I do. I do try to uh, make it less of an I when I. I don't hit the U quite so. Yeah, I'm not like Justice. But it's yeah, justice. I, it's justice, yeah. It's I don't know. Like if I'm saying the word justice, I hit the eye a bit harder. Just ice. That one I get. Ice baby. <laughs> anyway, um, we've, we've gotten that's anyway. What, that's what Jake puts in. Okay, so Queen Amandola, she's she Amalama <laughs> ding dongs. Yeah. Um Queen Amygdala. Oh, Amygdala, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay, so Palpatine's whole plan relies on her showing up to to do this vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorium. Well, what if the Jedi didn't really? fucking rescue her from the Trade Federation and well, she was in a fucking prison on Naboo? So the thing is, I think this was plan B. What was plan A? They capture her and she signs the treaty. Yeah. How does that get the the uh, the Emperor his whole deal? He, he needed to become the Chancellor. Chancellor. I don't know exactly. Uh, he, he says the Chancellor, like, the Chancellor failed the Queen and then, uh, and then asked oh, for a vote of no confidence. Th- he asked for it instead of her. He's just kind of, it's like, oh, actually, you know, she's here. It looks better if she does it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Or he had someone else ready in the wings to be like, you know. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar. Jar Jar does get patsied later. Yeah, it's true. absolutely bonkers is in that Senate hearing thing. And they're like, and she, Amanol comes up and says, my people are getting murdered a lot and we're invaded by, by droids. And they're like, we have no proof of that. It's real easy to prove yeah. that they're, that your people are getting murdered by droids. Did you not? Did, do you not have any footage of all the murdering the droids are doing? I mean, also, couldn't like the Jedi testify? You know, like Star- you think you trust Jedi's? Star Wars is a world of amazingly advanced technology and no technology whatsoever. <laughs> there is no such thing as a recording in Star Wars, except when it's convenient to the plot. Mm. They don't seem to have internal sensors, because that would be the easiest way to find in, in you know, fucking uh, people who aren't supposed to be on your Death Star, you know. But okay, <laughs> I was also constantly confused by what exactly the timeline was, and I tried to use 
Amidala's costumes as time oh, references. But the issue is, like, it'll take a fucking day to get in and out of those things. So days are passing. Yeah. I, I want to know how much space chess Obi-Wan and Panaka played <laughs> while everything else was happening they made on a Tatooine. <laughs> uh, Have we exhausted this horrible thing? <laughs> I got nothing else I need to bring up. I mean, I'm exhausted. Although yeah. also, it, it, I'm drunk. In, in reference to all the really? costumes. Really? You only told the 15 minutes story. All that, all that Qui-Gon gin you've been drinking. That's right. The couple of times they reused costumes of Amidala that you'd seen before pissed me off to no end. Oh, uh, yeah. So... Wait, what do you oh, mean? God. Since I was using them as a time reference. Yeah. Wait, no! Now we're back in time. God damn it! So... She's a fashion icon. She'd never wear the same thing twice. That's correct. Yeah, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Not only would she not wear the same thing twice, she kills the people who make the clothes because she can't have anyone else ever wearing that shit either. There we go. She's got piles of dead seamstresses in the back of her fucking castle. Or whatever. Uh, I knew we had stuff in common. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she have to be in disguise to meet the Gungans? And big, like Big fish, question mark? <laughs> Maybe because if she did what she did, she could make it look like, oh, I've decided that you're a trustworthy people and I'm trusting you with this big secret. Mm. I think she was planning to do the, that's actually a decoy. I'm really the Amidala that you're looking for thing from the get-go because it makes it sound makes her sound like she can be honest with them. I mean, yeah. I mean really, the, the thing is that they wanted the queen to be with Qui-Gon the whole time on Tatooine. Yes. But they, didn't, but they didn't have any other time to reveal that fact until we get to the Gungans. And mm. that's the only reason she's in disguise to meet the Gungans. Yeah. Because they need to reveal that to the audience. Plus, I mean, she's had a body double for most of her life. She never gets to tell anybody. How would you imagine trying to hold on to that secret? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, it, it, but, I mean, in like, addition to all the costume designers she's got out back, she's got a whole bunch of decoys. And like, oh, like thing, if oh the, God, if, she's got if, that thing from the the prestige in her backyard. The, <laughs> the real queen, like, it, it seemed like nobody knew, even her own people. Did Panaka know? In theory. Okay. I don't know. Because what's, what's a Panaka? Oh, is that the... The um, security chief. The guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. You use it to clean dude. your breath. Yeah, yeah that's right, right. Um, <laughs> Good one. Like, and like the fake queen gets to order around the real queen. Like, what's the difference? Might as well just be the fake queen at that point. I'm reminded of this delightful photo that I once saw of uh, Saddam Hussein on a speedboat with all his body doubles. Uh, <laughs> what? Is it Which real? I have found and will be sharing on the Facebook. Is this a real thing? Oh my god. Whoa. Wow. Just, just going on a speedboat with his friend body I'm doubles. No scar. Um, <laughs> that was an arrested development. It but was. yeah, in theory, I'm sure Panaka knows just because some one other person has well, to know. I mean, he's the fucking head of security if he doesn't Because otherwise, shit. Kira Knightley gets to go, Padme has gone insane! Execute her! <laughs> for I am the queen! Down. Or like, uh, or, <laughs> This um, is what I deal with all the time at there's home. A, there's an assassin, <laughs> and instead of leaping in front of the bullet, in front of, he turn um, his game down. in front of the queen, he leaps in front of Padme. Mm. Yeah. You know? Let's the fake queen get shot up. Yeah. Well, that's why she's there. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even address, like, all the obvious bullshittery, but why bother? The internet's done that already. Just the many ways this contradicts so much of what was said in the original movies. Mm. Like, Did many boffins have to die to bring father, us this film? 
<laughs> when I met your father, he was already was a great Luke pilot. And they never showed up. But obviously the big one was the fact that he seems to have been trained by Qui-Gon, not Yoda. They try to retcon that in two. Hmm. Oh, ju- oh, good. I look forward to that. Is Hay- is Next Hay- week. Is Hayden Christensen going to wear him like a little backpack? No, he wears uh, Ewan McGregor like a backpack. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah, it's real hot. And I was going to say... <laughs> that's, that's, that was actually not part of the movie. That You're was actually uh, checking my boxes right now. That was a home video. I wish that existed. <laughs> Actually, I guess since I haven't seen the second movie, there's no I as far as I'm concerned, there's no proof that you're lying to me. So, next, well, then I, then so next week soon. next week you can uh, experience Beesh. Beesh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We have to fucking film and release it. We, I, what a waste! It was so good. They don't understand what beige is. They don't know. I have the tape. Let's do it. It's on Betamax. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind, play, record. (laughs) So, what are we doing next? What are you doing next week for the first time? Uh, Next week, we're gonna talk about Star Wars Episode Two. Attack of the Clones or whatever. And I've never seen it. And so now I won't be able to say that. The next time you know me, my Attack of the Clones cherry will have been demolished. Oh, wow. That's yep. a way to yeah. put that. You're definitely losing. You're definitely getting your Star Wars V card punched. punched. <laughs> Oof, so hard. Ouch. Uh, grooming. Anyway, oh. so... I don't think the V-Wing was introduced until the oh, EU. And I don't I'm sorry, think is the V-Wing a real thing? <laughs> I think it's an, at, it's an atmospheric thing, kind of like the snow speeder. Like... <laughs> what? What? Okay. Welcome to A Star to Steer. <laughs> and if you like what you heard, and... Wow. And why would you? And why would you? If you liked, if you're still awake... Nah. Let's let tell yeah, a uh, rambling story. <laughs> but yeah, if you like what you, you heard. You told me to uh, tell the story. All right, t- story time's over. I'm trying to take us out of here for fuck's sake. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can find Stardust nearby wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We're also on Facebook where you can search for us for a star to steer her by SSHB Podcast on Twitter and Tumblr. Or you can visit www.sshbpodcast.com where you can find all kinds of shit that we've written. The end. Moving on. Let's get it over with. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. Why have I been justice? (laughs) I sense in you much fear. Oh. Um, the dark side fear comes bringing to. <laughs> you kind of want a little shaggy at the end, which I appreciate. Scoob! Haunty Scoob. The worst Jedi, because he is always afraid. Really? <laughs> <laughs>